Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Oh, hello there, and happy holidays! If you're like me, your mailbox and inbox are beginning to fill with the obligatory year-end updates from family and friends. Exotic vacations, fulfilling careers, the accomplishments of so many perfect children. Ah, tis the season. And so you've sent us some of your favorite holiday newsletters so that we might have some festive fun. Names and locations have been changed, of course, because if there's one thing I've learned in all my years, it's that there's always room to read between the lines. And chances are, it's a wonderful lie. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley Flowers. And I'm Holly Laurent. And I'm Greg Hess. And welcome back to another episode of It's a Wonderful Lie. You guys, in this letter, I don't want to give too much away, but the main person in our letter kind of starts a new hobby, which got me thinking, have you guys ever either gotten or given a gift of like an activity? So rather than a present, it's like, I'm going to buy you classes or I'm going to whatever. Have you guys ever done that? Yes, and I feel like it's a thoughtful thing, but it always ends up being such a BS gift because either <laughs> it doesn't get used. One time someone gave me Zumba class as a gift (laughs) and I went and I'm not coordinated and I couldn't keep up with the ladies and they were all these awesome dancers and I was throwing my arms up in the air and I like I wrecked my shoulder for a year (laughs) (laughs) I got Holly a knife skills class once that you never used because we were trying to get into cooking and it was at some cooking place and they would teach you how to chop everything all fancy yeah and then at the beginning of the pandemic you probably should have taken that knife class because at the beginning of the pandemic we were cooking in the kitchen and Holly dropped a very sharp eight-inch Ginsu knife that went straight into my foot. It was falling through the air, point down, just like spiraling down toward the ground like a bad animation. And 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 we watched it in slow motion. And he had Birkenstocks on, so there were two strips of protection, and it went directly between the two strips of the Arizona. Gnarly. Wait, did it get stuck in your foot? It kind of stuck and then went out. He and, kicked it. And I, I just kind of went into shock. And I remember looking at Holly and I just said, I saw stuff. He had to get five <laughs> stitches. And we didn't yeah, know if we could just, go to the urgent care. We're like, are we allowed to go to outside the house because of COVID? It was, this was like the end of March. We're like, we're not allowed to leave. Uh, it was so, so bad. Five stitches later. Yeah. It, at some point in my deluded thought process, I was like, do I know a doctor that I could just go to their house and they could stitch me up in their driveway because I just didn't want to go into a medical facility and I don't so yeah I had to take the stitches out I had to buy those little kind of like tiny little toenail scissors and (laughs) 
get those stitches out because he's like, I'm not going back out there. We should have given an alert before this. Yeah, a trigger warning before this episode. Started fun and now squeamish. we're ending with foot stuff. <laughs> but one Christmas, I got Greg pottery classes. Never used them. And he never used them. I just walked into that place and handed him hundreds of dollars and left for no reason. <laughs> so that, that goes back to my question. Was it thoughtful? Like, did know, you know right. your husband? <laughs> yeah, it was thoughtful, but it just seemed like a lot of work for me. So I then I ended up doing nothing. Have you ever gotten one, Ashley? No. I think people know me well enough to know I don't have time to do things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's jump into our letter and I'll tell you about this new activity. It's a wonderful life. Ciao, friends and family. We'll get to that greeting in a sec. Congratulations to all of us on getting through another year. This has been an incredible few months for our family, and Lynn and I couldn't be more grateful. As you all know, we both retired last year. I finished up 31 years as a personal driver with A1 limos, and Lynn sold the pet wash this spring and has been substitute teaching at Kent Middle School part-time. A pet wash and a middle school substitute are the same thing, if you really think about it. (laughs) (laughs) She did a lateral move. The feeling of having free time was fantastic, and we purged and organized the garage and the storage rooms in the basement. We did all new lighting and flooring in the kitchen, but that also meant having to fix the floor in the TV room. (laughs) Hello, open floor plan. We threw everything away, and we call that an open floor plan. (laughs) I blame Chip and Joanna Gaines for the open floor. Everything has to be an open floor plan. (laughs) And it's true. All of HGTV. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. I love, though, that he's starting. Wait, what's the person's name who's writing? Oh, you know, I don't think he said, but if I skip to the end, his name's Tim. Okay, Tim. He starts off the newsletter with organizing the garage and cleaning out the storage room. I love that that's news. Yeah, nobody wants to hear about that. After much home improvement and dog-sitting Joy and Gary Moore's sweet Bichon freezes, we realized that though we were glad not to be working, we were absolutely bored out of our minds. (laughs) Hold on. I love this element where people in newsletters reference very specific people that you don't know. (laughs) My first and last name. (laughs) And Joy and Gary Moore are like, we made the newsletter. (laughs) They're so excited. Cleaning the garage. (laughs) We were absolutely bored out of our minds, and we sprung for an HBO account. (laughs) Okay, of all the things I was thinking where their retirement was going, you know, maybe getting an RV, getting into volunteering, making a difference in the world. Still a pandemic. We got got home box office, baby. (laughs) We started with The Sopranos. Better late than never. Yeah, let me tell you. (laughs) And let me tell you, (laughs) it has rocked my world in every way possible. What? The Sopranos. Hopefully he's not starting with the movie prequel uh, that just came out. (laughs) That's how old The Sopranos is. His son grew up and became him. Do you think it's possible he doesn't know how it ends? Like, how does anyone not know how it ends these days? That's right. Right. This is David Flowers, editor of It's a Wonderful Lie. I am currently only on episode five of The Sopranos, so thanks a lot, guys. Watching the show, I was mesmerized. The writing and acting were excellent, of course, but it was the lifestyle that made it so that I couldn't leave our sectional. The lifestyle? (laughs) The lifestyle. The lifestyle. That every man should have as many gumas as they want. Is that what it is? You got a problem with somebody, you whack them. These actors got to do everything I love. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
walk around in robes, eat Italian food, have guy time, smoke cigars, and they got paid for it. You know what? That is every guy's dream. Guy time. <laughs> to walk around in a robe. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just wants to be Hugh Hefner. Of course, I don't kill people, but I did once get in a heated argument with a man with tattoos at Costco over the last turkey at Thanksgiving. I had picked it up and he tried to grab it and I did a little tough guy thing that worked. So I get what it takes. <laughs> Tim's got it. Tim uh, can what? be tough. What is a little tough guy thing that worked? In like a, you In a Costco. You like grab a guy by the shoulder and like stare deep into his eyes and say like, that's my turkey. <laughs> what, what is I don't it? think anything you can call a little tough guy thing would yeah. work. And I love that he added that the man had tattoos. Like that, yeah, that, that makes it more ante. dangerous somehow. He had tattoos. I didn't care. I did a little tough guy routine right there in the Costco. And the more I watched the show, the more I thought, I could do this. I could do acting. Oh, no. Oh, Tim. <laughs> well, it's better than I could do this. I could be a mob boss. I guess yeah, I'd, yeah. Rather, yeah, I'd rather have him be an actor. I could do acting in my golden years. You don't do act. I mean, I guess you do acting, but no one says I could do acting. <laughs> you could, I could act. do acting. I do podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could do this. I could do podcasting. <laughs> says everyone literally yeah. <laughs> I could do murder I could do robes <laughs> Lynn thought I was crazy but after the past couple of years being so weird why not that's true I watched some YouTube acting videos and one of the tenants is to make a choice okay. so I told her that's what I was doing <laughs> I'm choosing to do acting <laughs> <laughs> there he goes He's doing acting down I do acting now hun little does he know that acting sort of stopped during the pandemic so it's a terrible time to get into doing <laughs> acting <laughs> but if he's receiving his retirement checks like that's the best case scenario for acting like you're getting paid either way steady yeah. income that's the only actor getting paid another one of the tenets of acting is get another job <laughs> get a side job learn how to wait tables from then on, when we watched the show, it was different. I'd pause it after every line and imitate their accents. Oh, no. <laughs> and I got pretty good, too. Lynn said it made the storylines hard to follow, and she wasn't going to watch it with me anymore. <laughs> yeah, that would be so annoying. It would be Anytime like, someone's up. just repeating the lines and the accents, it really makes the viewing experience excruciating, <laughs> Tim. And pausing. I mean, this is premium cable. You got to let it roll, baby. Also, he is killing me. This whole letter is about this life transformation from Tony <laughs> Soprano. This, it's all about that so far. I mean, this has truly changed his life. It's so sweet. Wait till his wife finds sex in the city. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, I see your gumas and I raise you. A Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be Samantha. Then his wife starts narrating their life as they go. Yeah. He's like, why are you doing that? Why are you saying everything? Why are you acting like everything is in your advice article? Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. 
but there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Just for kicks, I made up a character for myself who was a member of Tony's crew. Oh, Tim. <laughs> my name was Dominico Brambia, but to my associates, I was Dommy Bones. <laughs> His backstory is so deep, he's even nicknamed himself. He's named himself and nicknamed himself. Also, Dommy Bones, that sounds like something in a haunted house. I'm not really sure if that's like a soprano. He's not messing around. Tim came to play, y'all. Holly, if you want backstory, just wait. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay, okay, okay. My character came from a family of mechanics, had a hot temper, and a penchant for using automobile tools to whack people who crossed us. Oh, that's fantastic. This way, I didn't have to pause the show anymore and bother Lynn. Instead, I pretended I was in a scene and chime in with things like, I don't know, Tone, or Gabagool, or what's with him and these effing ducks? <laughs> I like that he didn't say the F yeah, yeah, for, the fa- for the newsletter. F dashing. <laughs> Tommy Bones still keeps it clean. Yeah, there's nothing like, uh, you know, pausing and repeating the line is annoying, but, you know, it's much better when someone's <laughs> just, like, adding to the scene and yeah. chiming in with a fourth character that wasn't even there. He's just another guy <laughs> sitting around having sauce. <laughs> Gravy. Lynn said somehow this was even more distracting, (laughs) which is probably why for my birthday, she signed me up for acting classes at Alliance Arts Community Theater. Get him out of the house. I'm on Lynn's side. She got him an activity gift, activity (laughs) gift, activity (laughs) gift. But I have a feeling he's going to go to class. Our first class was me and a bunch of kids in their teens and 20s who all seemed to be roommates or knew each other's roommates and many wore scarves. Oh, that's how you know you're in an acting class. You have to have a scarf on. (laughs) Feels like improv. (laughs) That's a sweet way to say it, though. That is what it feels like when you're sort of the new person or you're like the odd one out. It feels like everybody knows each other's roommates. Can I just tell you, I did see an old picture of myself from an early improv show and I was wearing bootcut jeans and a scarf. On stage. Oh, great. I know. It was really sad for me and everyone involved. I will need you to find that picture for social. (laughs) You have to send it to Ashley and she has to post it. I sent that to Iron Mountain for shredding in their secure location. (laughs) Wait, may may I ask what kind of shoes you wore with your boot cut jeans? I used to wear the, yeah, it was really bad. I used to wear, (laughs) I used to wear these Doc Martens that had the British flag on them. Oh, my God. Oh, just sickening. If he's the fifth member of the Sopranos, I looked like the fifth member of the band Train. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, I do have to tell you, when Greg and I first started dating, he ghosted me. He dumped me. I was so sad. He just kind of ghosted. That cool guy with the scarf? (laughs) Yeah. How would I? (laughs) Improv scarf guy? How could he possibly do that? You were sad that he left? And my best friend was always like, Holly, remember that you said you saw Crocs in his closet? We have to focus on the Crocs. We have to focus on the Crocs. (laughs) I still get torched for having Crocs, and I think that is unfair. Wait, but your excuse? This is the best. When we did get back together, I was like, we were making fun of you, and I was trying to relieve my pain and rejection by remembering that you wear Crocs. And do you remember what you said? I had them for pottery. You said I wear them when I do pottery, which is why I got you pottery <laughs> classes, which you didn't use. Whoa, I know. Full circle. <laughs> Our teacher was a woman named Liz who asked us what inspired us to pursue acting. 
I told them about the scene where Tony calls Adrienne on the payphone and tells her Christopher is in the hospital. Of course, it turns out to be a ruse to kill Adriana. But oh. I believed Tony at the time. Sorry, spoiler alert. That's a huge spoiler, <laughs> don't, actually. Don't say spoiler alert you after. Can't say it after. <laughs> Again, I think he's the only person who hasn't seen The Sopranos and doesn't know how that it is. Yes, that's true. When you're still the editor of It's a Wonderful Lie, but are still only on episode five of The Sopranos. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. Did you know Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father? Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. P.S. None of the kids in my class had ever even seen a payphone. The class was six weeks, and every class, Liz made us stretch for about 20 minutes. I was annoyed until I realized it was a metaphor. We were stretching ourselves by simply being there. Oh, that's a good attitude. I hate to break it to you, Tim. She was just eating up part of class. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, stretch a little longer, kiddos. And then, get this. One day, she tells us to breathe through our anus. I couldn't (laughs) wait to put that in the newsletter. (laughs) He said I couldn't wait to put that in the newsletter. (laughs) I feel like people just, everyone needs to take an acting class so someone can tell you something like that at some point. Is that like a real thing they would tell you? I mean, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. I never had anyone tell me to breathe through my anus in acting class, but I had many other weird things happen in acting classes. I mean, Greg took the school at Steppenwolf, and it was intense, where you were doing stuff like... Laying around on the floor crying for hours? Crying? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I cried a lot today. (laughs) On one of those foam rollers. (laughs) (laughs) Just breathe and cry on a foam roller. That's my kind of acting. Maybe you were breathing through your anus. I mean, do you inhale and exhale? Because that... you don't want people exhaling through their anus. We know what that's called. I want to roll my eyes at some of these acting techniques. But honestly, I continue to be transformed by them. Oh. When I told Lynn that, she said, I've been breathing out my anus for longer than she cares to count. <laughs> she got me. Got a girl, Lynn. And I made a mental note to include that joke here, too. <laughs> Waiting all year to write these two. It was a proud moment for me, though, because I stayed in character. And I said to Lynn that if Carmela ever said that to Tony, she'd have to make him one hell of a manicot to make up for it. (laughs) Ooh, threatening. We have been eating more Italian, which I do think helps me with my character backstory. Oh, no. It's usually not what you switch to in retirement, like eating more rich foods. (laughs) That's my plan. And now, for my big announcement. My God, that wasn't the big this announcement. I feel like we've really gone on a journey yeah. here. I will be playing the role of Inspector Javert in Kent Middle School's abbreviated version of Les Mis. Yeah! <laughs> it has a running time of 45 minutes and only features three songs, but I'm told they're the best ones. Oh my God, that's so a really abbreviated version of Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> Master of the house. So cute. In his first year of doing acting, he got his first gig. That's amazing. I'm doing the French accent, but sometimes I slip into Italian. (laughs) 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 Hard to switch from one role to the next, I guess. Unfortunately, it is a school performance and not open to the public. But Lynn will be taping it. 
YouTube link to follow. Oh, thank God. Ooh, I'm definitely watching <laughs> I this. like that switching from one role to another is basically him being like, I'm acting like Dami Bones around the house 24-7 every single day, and then I have to go speak in a French accent at the middle school. Also, I can't imagine Dami Bones singing in a musical. Like, what what is a Les Mis song? Like, can I'm sing? fairly certain they didn't give him a song. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, master of the house, keep over the keys. <laughs> He wraps it up by saying, the kids are good, and Taylor had a daughter, our first grandkid, who is very cute. We hope that you and yours are good, too. Arrivederci, Tim, Dommy Bones, and Lynn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Grandkid gets one final line. One sentence. We had our, our first, first grandkid. grandkid. Look, let first me tell grandkid. you. Very cute. When you get into the acting life, you don't have a lot of time to think about your family and your grandkids. He's really <laughs> committed to the Dommy Bones doesn't care if he had a grandkid. He's got a lot on his mind. Still putting Dommy Bones by his name. He can't get away. <laughs> the character is too strong. It's inside of him. Next year, this letter will be from Dommy Bones. <laughs> Full method. He's like, I can't get out of character. Well, there you have it. Remember, it's never too late to surprise everyone you know and turn to a life of pretend organized crime. Now, take a deep breath through whatever orifice you like and get out there and do your best holiday acting. It's a Wonderful Lie is an Audio Chuck production, produced and co hosted by Holly Laurent and Greg Hess. So, what do you think, Chuck? Do you approve? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.